The quilted fish. The quilted, the quilted fish. The quilted yeah. fish. Oh the quilted do they, trout. Do they have like little Uggs for fins? It's like, I want to be a little drunk, but I also want pancakes. Right? <laughs> I the, feel festive as I, fuck, man. He must know these people because they had skinny jeans on, didn't want to get their feet wet, and had Tinkara. Yeah, that bitch be funny. <laughs> a, a fat guy <laughs> on a paddleboard, okay? You're being way too nice, Cole. I mean, here's my philosophical moment, all right? Chipmunks? Come on. Tarantula? Get out of here. Oh, tiger muskies, man. I'm honestly just a middle school boy trapped in an older body. That is, is 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> We've been fishing. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. Episode nine. eight, nine. We think it's, I'm pretty sure it's eight. James says it's nine, but I just think he's trying to screw with me right now. Because I looked it up and I saw it's episode eight. But it's it doesn't matter because it's excellence every time. Whoa, yeah. Most yeah, of the time, yeah. every time, yeah. every time, we wake up in the morning, we piss excellence. <laughs> or pumpkin beer. Yeah, pumpkin oh, beer. So man. here we are, uh, drinking some seasonal pumpkin. How about we start beer? this over again? From what? Why? Why? This is we already started. Oh, we already okay. started. Hey, All right. Welcome to episode eight of Leaky Waiters with me, Cole. And captain of the good ship Lollipop here, <laughs> James Young. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a good day. It's good to be back in the recording studio. It's good to be here in the new studio. We we are in a new location, if you couldn't tell if you're watching this on the video. We are at the Banyan Collective's uh, trailer <laughs> in a warehouse having fun. Not sketchy at all. <laughs> you know, yeah, not sketchy. It doesn't even say you got free candy on it yet. So I can see in this video here, there's a guy moving a ladder behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of cool. You know, Banyan Collective uh, has been hosting our show and doing our production, making us sound better than what we really are. And we got they have a new recording studio that we're in tonight in the trailer. Yeah. Down at the Monarch Building on 25th Street yeah. in historic Ogden, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming down and seeing my trailer. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the candy. This is neat, dude. I know, right? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we're on an adventure right now. Right. It, it, right? it is. It's yeah. like... We need, it's supposed to make it so that you feel a little removed from the outside world. You know, you're like you're camping a little bit. So yeah, we're glamping yeah. right now. Yeah, we're totally glamping totally inside glamping. a train. 1960 aristocrat, and we pulled it inside an even older building, the Monarch Building, built in the 20s here on on 25th Street, and it was an indoor parking garage when someone thought that was a good idea. So, and a mechanics shop. Uh, from the 20s and now it's being now it's a giant uh, event space in creatives all these creative and the fact the creative across the hall here he's he's working on a studio you can probably catch his uh, his drill here every once in a while yeah, yeah. would he be considered an artisan mm. of perhaps a craftsman of uh craftsman fine right now for sure lumber <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from I'm... home depot <laughs> 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 these fine two by fours <laughs> Hear me roar. That's cool, though. He's building out his space the way he wants it. It's all custom. You you showed us around a little bit before we got started here, and I got to say, I kind of want a spot in here. To tie flies. Yeah, just yeah, to tie yeah. flies. Whatever my little... I'm going to get weird. <laughs> they might kick me out. I might get too weird. They might yeah. be like, listen here. You know, we've got to maintain a level. And you're... you're way what, over it. There, there are rules. I haven't read them. So... <laughs> Ask forgiveness yeah. rather than yeah. permission. Yeah. Plead yeah. ignorance. So uh, tonight, we have a very interesting uh, beverage. It is, what month is it? September? It is September, September it's coming uh, 9th, 9th today. It's coming on uh, pretty quick fall time. So we are celebrating fall 
with this uh, just say it I don't know what the hell this is it's like a it's, it says on the can what it, it says is. it's a pumpkin seasonal ale brewed with pumpkin and spices I feel like I'm I don't know uh it tastes like a pumpkin, but it's like... That's the point. Uh, it's weird. I mean, it's not <laughs> it beer. It's like, my beer is a pumpkin right now. You know, it's, it's like, kind of like... There's pie in my can. Like, I don't know what to do with why it. Why is there a pie in here? I mean, it's it's actually kind of tasty. I don't think I'll drink it again, but... You don't want to do more than one or two in a sitting. I don't know if I even want to do one. Well, that's But I will tonight, though, because I you will. brought it and we're <laughs> OPB, drinking it. OPB, right? OPB. That's right. Other yeah, thank beer. you so much, Cole. And yeah. by the way, the pro tip here with pumpkin beer for those out there who think this is a little weak, uh, pour it in your glass. And we were underprepared today because this is the first time here and we don't have a bar set up. Pour it in your glass and then put a shot of cinnamon whiskey in the glass with your pumpkin beer. Maybe a little Porter's Fire. Next, a little Porter's Fire is the perfect addition. You pour that Porter's Fire in with your pumpkin seasonal and it is amazing. Amazing, huh? Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I'll try it. I don't know. So yeah, yeah I, I had to full fall. I full fall. Well, I was at the store uh, grabbing these beverages for this evening, and I thought, what should we get? What should we get? What should we get? And I saw this, and I thought, that's it. It's September. Yep. I looked up at the mountain this morning, and I could see the leaves just starting to change. And I thought, this is this is our drink, especially for what we're going to talk about tonight. This exactly. You know, it goes right fit. along with it. It does. Very cool. Good. Just wait till Christmas. All right, cranberry, <laughs> cranberry candy cane ale, up in here. Imagine you could find it. <laughs> it's gonna be eggnog. <laughs> oh yeah, I like the eggnog. Yeah, eggnog is really good. It's like I want to be a little drunk, but I also want pancakes. Right? <laughs> make waffles. But David Tell, he said, <laughs> is that his joke? Yeah, That's yeah. He funny. says eggnog. It's like you want to be a little drunk, but you also want to make some pancakes. I'm like, yeah, that's what that is. Oh. That's my favorite time of year. I love it. It's, and it's you're right time. up there on the bench. You get all the yeah. snow and yeah. everything. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing I've got three little workers at my house that I can pay five bucks to go shovel. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not for much longer, you know. They'll, yeah. they'll be out someday. Yeah. Well, we still got about three months. But uh, you, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. The way the last couple. October. Well, last well yeah. Year, last right, about year two, two and a half. Yeah, it's going to come fast. It's going to get cold. So with the changing seasons... Uh, the fish know it too. The fish know the changes are they wear scarves upon us. Yeah, they they wear scarves and they go get their favorite pumpkin spice drinks at their local coffee whatever emporium. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know they they walk yeah. around and you know they they get on their little fish Pinterest and <laughs> they have little fish signs in their little fish house that says like hay rides this way and live love laugh the fall. Yeah. Blippity blue. Yeah. I just want to know how they wear that little scarf around their neck. And do <laughs> they, they go to the, the, the quilted fish? The quilted fish. The quilted fish. The trout. Do they have like little Uggs for fins? I mean, they got to keep them warm. They should. Just for the top fish. Just for the top fish. <laughs> <laughs> Their little fish Han Solo costumes. <laughs> I don't know what's in this beer, but man, we just went to Goofy World here on this. Like a half of uh, Utah beer in, yeah. Oh, it's 4% by alcohol. Well, it's by uh, what weight? It's I can't remember if it's if it's four by weight, it's three two by volume, or if this is four by the other way. So I mean, it is three two by the. We're just getting in the mood of fall. We're we're through. I feel festive as fuck, man. Hell yeah! I mean, we're through with the heat. It's getting a little cooler. Yeah, it's time for like. 
It's sweater weather it's sweater season. Sweater weather, and it's going to be we're nice. We're being a little too, too condescending towards our... I love fall, and I love pumpkin uh, beer. You can come at me all you want. No, you're drinking pumpkin. Yeah, bitch, I am. What? <laughs> what? I have loved it for years. I've heard it all. I don't care. Do not care. Back to the task <laughs> at hand here. Now that we've gone on our little defensive rant about, man we about we, what we're we, drinking tonight we took a left turn this whole thing's a big I, left turn big, big, i love big. it yeah this is great it's, <laughs> like, it's like we're going around the block because our blinker's stuck and we just can't get out of left turns the steering rack busted <laughs> we're in nascar land now but uh yeah so the fish they go through some changes in the fall they they can sense that lean times are coming uh so some fish they get real real down on the feeding some fish they get down with the brown cows. Yeah. They do. Those those brown trout. They get down chicken brown trout. Okay, we talking uh, Scottish browns, German browns, or American browns? Fucking American browns. American browns. All right, just want to make sure we, we don't we clear. don't we don't discuss German browns, Scottish. No. There's crossbreeding that's happened. It's American. That's that. If you don't like it, you can go move to France. I hope we, you well, you know hope I, you hit uh, a whale with your electric car on the way across the ocean. Well, you know, with your little it's rant America. last night, texting and everything. And I, I saw that on Facebook, and I'm like, ah, whatever. Stop the madness. Yeah, so anyway, fall's coming up. Fall fishing's about to get on. Um, Brown's going to start spawning here in another month or two or three, and uh, a lot of guys like to fish it in the fall because you can catch bigger browns. Uh, the fishing gets a lot better, and, um, you know, a lot of guys will uh, – you know, especially like in the spring and the fall, especially is the uh, argument of uh, raping the reds. Uh, when we say raping the reds, uh, red is actually what a uh, it's a fish nest where they lay their eggs and uh, raise them, uh, brood them until they actually hatch out. It's called a red R E D D and red did red did 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 did. And uh, so guys will go in and you know you'll have the fish sitting on the red and you have fish beneath them eating eggs and. Uh, folks, we call it raping it because they're just they're easy to catch and you uh, actually can do some damage. There's a lot of pros and cons, a lot of arguments for and against. It's not, it's not considered the most ethical way to fish. No. In some circles. Some circles. Some people think it's fine. Some people think, no, you should never fish off of a red. And uh, let, let's talk about that for a minute, James. What do you think about red fishing? Um, I don't think you should pull the fish off the nest, off the red. Uh, if you if you happen happen to see them, leave them alone. Fish the holes underneath them, because that's where fish that are not spawning that are eating actual eggs that flush away. I got no problem with that. I don't I don't think you should go around uh, walking across the reds because you're damaging eggs. You're killing fish. Um, don't catch them on the red. Don't stomp the nest. Catch the fish underneath them. Uh, there are some sections on the Weber that I know that are just one long red, and I'll just try to stay away from them. My opinion. Now that brings up another point. Does the do you think that the fishery itself matters? Because yeah, I know that uh, on the Weber, after especially after we talked to Paul a couple episodes back, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like the Weeb, I don't know that I feel too bad about fishing those. You know, just it, knowing it, that the the harm I don't want to say harm, but just the competition that yeah. Browns bring to native species, and frankly, they're thriving in that river. They're yeah. doing just fine. I don't think if you pick a couple off of a red in the Weber. I don't think it'll brown trout it's it's Browns, not yeah. going to be you might be helping i think more. it <laughs> i think it goes with the river you're in um 
the fish populations and what it is. Um, if it's a good, it should be just a good practice to sit there and go, okay, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rape reds. Uh, some rivers that I know have lower, bigger fish, but lower fish count. Absolutely not because you're uh, actually hurting the population on that high population areas, you know, fish underneath them and get them, you know, I mean, in the spring over a sheep Creek over on the uh, flaming gorge, the rainbows come out of the lake to spawn in that river. It's not really a viable spot. I mean, they, they do spawn, they go through the motions, lay the eggs, the recruitment they get off that hatch really doesn't add a lot of population to the lake because a lot of them are stocked. Um, they don't close that river in the spring and guys will go up there and stomp the river and I mean, and they will catch fish off the nest. They will, uh, I mean, the fish are just, just striking out of aggressiveness, not really out of eating and they will strip them out, strip the fish off. And I've been up there, seen it, not didn't really like it. But that's just my own personal deal. Now, kokanee salmon's another deal. I mean, I know they're reintroducing them into, the, or they've, they're stocking them in the lakes. And when they hit uh, this time of year, they close down uh, possession of kokanee till the end of November. You can't go, you can't even be in the river. You can't harass the kokanee when they're spawning. You can go look at them because those are actually starting to, um, uh, their, their spawn is actually, uh, making a difference in the lake, like in strawberry, their, their, the recruitment off the actual natural process of breeding is actually increasing the, the population in it. So they're just protecting all that. And I, I get that. So yeah, that, that makes sense. And I think in Utah, it's September 10th, I believe. September 10th to like November, you can't, you can't possess them. <clears throat> they actually shut down the river. Sheep Creek in the, in the fall, they shut down. You can't even be in the water with them. Uh, because they're letting them go in there and spawn and hoping that will actually help the recruitment in the gorge. I mean, they, I mean, there, there's some strict laws and, and regulations on what you can and can't do when they're in there spawning, which is really cool. I mean, they're fun to go watch. I mean, they're, they're not native here. Anyway. They're, they're out of, a, they're, a, you know, an ocean going Alaskan fish. I mean, I think they're sockeye salmon. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, when they go in and spawn and they turn red, you know, one thing about those fish is that when they spawn, they die. But unlike the brown trout and stuff and even rainbows, they'll spawn year after year after year so you know it's 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 an ethical concern it's a choice you have to make personally i don't like raping the reds i'd rather fish the holes underneath them or fish deeper faster runs where i know they're not they're not uh, setting up in and i actually know some guys who will not fish in october november time because they just for them that's just the right thing to do and i know guys are like well heck yeah it's easy fishing it's time to go fill a freezer up i mean i talked to i've talked to a whole bunch of people from both sides of the spectrum on that i think it really depends on what you're trying to get out of the experience if you're looking to thump your chest and feel real big about oh look at this big brown i caught i think it deserves an asterisk if anything it's like okay yeah you sure you caught a big fish but look at its belly look at that yeah the bottom of that fin we know you didn't have to work too hard to get that. exactly you it, know it low it diminishes <clears throat> the accomplishment and so yeah, I like to see big fish. I like to catch them too. You know, I've fished reds in the past, and it's fun. I'll, I'm not gonna sugarcoat them. Oh, yeah. I know it's fun, but it is what it is. It's also fun to go to the trout farm. You know, oh, yeah. you go up to that pellet hatch farm. Holy that's, crap! That's a lot, you can have a lot of fun doing that, but you're not gonna be bragging about it. No, but, but if I, your, I do your know, experience is just to get out, and that's what it takes do it it's it's a personal decision don't feel bad about doing it don't let somebody try to tell you how you need to enjoy your time in the outdoors no. you're being way too nice cole 
Might be. I feel like I'm being pretty serious. Like, hey, don't, don't. let those fuckers tell you. Yeah. No, no, oh, you I, do what I, you're I fully do. get you on that. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, if that's if that's the only time you can fish, I mean, it's personal. If it comes into ethical issues, sometimes just because it's legal doesn't make it right. But if you're okay with it, then you're okay with it. You have to sleep with yourself at night. Cool. Just don't violate the law. That's the one thing. Just don't do that. I think there's a lot of people out there who might just be ignorant and not realize what's happening. There's something I did, and I, I didn't even know it. That day we went to Manaway this spring, and yep. I caught that, that large mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a picture of me holding that fish, and I thought, eh, I don't bass fish a ton. So I'm not super well-versed in this. And then I saw a picture of how to hold a bass properly. Hold it straight up and down, not Yeah, and I was totally like, oh, jacking that thing's uh-huh. face up. And I didn't know. Now I know because I was educated. You know, some of the first trout I but, caught was in New Mexico. I had the bat, like you held that bass. I'm yeah, holding yeah. rainbows like a bass. Yeah, and that's how what I, what I did in Texas was catch bass. And, but we ate that one. I mean, we well, then we, who cares? It. we didn't really care. <laughs> Hold it by the. I mean, that jaw broke. It's kind of hard to put it on my metal stringer. But I mean, now you know, fish handling. You know, the internet warriors get on if you if they don't think you're holding a fish right. They they'll crucify you. But you know, just respect the resource. Respect what's out there. You know, do what you feel right doing. Stay legal. And like I said, don't let them fuckers tell you how to do it and what to, what yeah. they need to do. Yeah. Respect the resource. Let's respect each other a little bit. Can we all just get along? Can't we all just hold hands and drink a nice pumpkin beer and In enjoy the fall and we're outside yeah. and there's an eagle and it's just beautiful. <laughs> Unicorns. Unicorn and rainbows. You guys, the, the mood lighting is fantastic in here. Do you like this? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you should see it on camera. It's shadowy. Shadowy. Yeah. Shadowy. Don't you be making doe eyes at me. (laughs) I can blink like this. (laughs) You got really long eyelashes. I can see your eyelashes all the way over here. Yeah, I'm I'm gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're claiming you're gorgeous and I got a face for radio. You know, whatever. Delusional. It's just pumpkin beer. (laughs) It's the pumpkin beer. It makes everything better. Yeah, we're just festive tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. So So, we we talked about... um, coconing up at strawberry mm-hmm. but there's a big opportunity up at strawberry as well and other lakes that are similar to that place uh in the fall the cutthroats they move in shallow because mm-hmm. they're feeding they're chomping down they know they're going to get hungry so go target some of those absolutely throw those streamers along the banks it's a great time tiger muskies man this is it's about on at a pine view yeah. it is about time to start uh, chasing the muskies uh, for not about another four weeks will be right in the right. It's cooling down at night, water temperatures dropping to the optimal deal for them. They're chasing bait fish. Um, we're seeing a lot of guys coming in now, picking up gear for muskie. Uh, we're starting to see more guys showing off pictures and stuff out there. So yeah, it, it's exciting now. I mean, wading, you know, even wading the banks, you don't have to be in a boat anymore. Um, yeah, it's this is the time if you want to if you want to chase muskie on a fly rod. This is it. It's getting there. Uh, the local muskie chapter here, Mountain West Muskies. Yeah. Muskies, Inc. They're having their tournament next month here in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, good time. You know what? If you want to fish with a bunch of people who are just having a blast, uh, get in touch with them. Good folks. Yeah. And they, they're Mountain West Muskies. And they know they know muskie fishing. I mean, we work with uh, Kim. She's the president of the Mountain West Chapter 65. They've helped us bring in some new baits for yeah. uh, musky fishing. We just you guys posted in. something today, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We just got the last of them in. Um, 
kind of excited about them. I'm trying to figure out how I can throw some of those on my fly rod. I don't have a 20 weight, uh, but uh, <laughs> big broomstick, big broomstick. Yeah, I mean it's like I'm, I mean yeah. So we've got guys after we posted that coming in excited about it. Um, talked to one guy today and he was catching them up at uh, Joe's Valley and down at Pineview. Said that it's it's going to be good. So fall gets here. Then it's a little cooler. It's a little more comfortable to get out. Um, best part is the uh, power squadron that you get in the summer out there are pretty much off the lake. Not have to mess with them too much. The fish are uh, trying to get the feed sack on before ice hits. The rubber hatch is gone. Yeah, it's too course, getting too cold getting for too them. Cold. So October fifteenth is when the Weber will drop. Uh, you know, because the Weber is basically just an irrigation ditch. That's you know, so they accurate. They flow yeah. it up. You know, they run flows what four to five hundred cfs and. It's irrigation and stuff for people to have water in the secondary system for their lawns. And uh, the 15th, they actually shut down irrigation for the farmers. And it'll go from like 500 CFS to two. And then the next day, it'll be down like less than 0.1, actually less than one CFS. The seepage. And uh, yeah. then it's just, then it just, you know, condenses all the fish in the holes. And from like October to the end of November, you can still get some dry fly action going on. You still got some midges coming out. Blue wings. Blue, Blue wings. wings. We'll get a fall hatch on that. Um, but what's funny, I've been out there when it's when they've dropped the river, been standing in it, and it's like, who pulled the plug in the bathtub? Because it's just like the water just goes away. That's crazy. And then all that uh, moss and stuff that's, on, that's inside the river. It's Is that the 15th of September or October? October. October, okay. Is when they do that. Last year they did it on the 1st because they didn't have the water, but this year on the 15th they'll turn the tap off but anyway sitting out there and you got all the grass all the seaweed and all the moss and crap and as soon as that water goes down all the scuds and all the uh, sow bugs and everything else in there the, it just kind of sits there and just moves and as, as that migration of the insects go back in the river everybody runs out there you know within two three days of dropping the water thinking it's exciting it's like no dude give it two weeks they're shocked first off because holy crap they went from a big living room to a shoebox you know, the, there's a bunch of food there. Give it a little bit. Give it two weeks, and it gets really good. And um, so, it, and then we get every year, every year. Where's all the water in the weaver? Why is it so low? You know, what happened? And we have to tell them, hey, it's irrigation. Where they have to shut it off. Blah blah blah. So it's a uh, yeah. Spend it's, a few million bucks on some water rights, and then you can dictate. yeah. Then you could do that. But yeah, <laughs> it's 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 water. interesting. You know, water rights stuff up here. It's I think Paul talked convo- about yeah. that one. Uh, I think the it's first convoluted. Time I had him on. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, no, it's fucked up is what it is. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, it's interesting. The fall fishing gets really good. I like starting, you know, start November through January. I like to get out there. And then once everything uh, ices up, then we hit back ice season again. I'm looking forward to it. We're already, we're already, we're already talking about that. that. Yeah. That's, so it's really good. Something. This year flew um, by. Yeah, it Cruise did. by. It, it's, I'll look up and it's, summer's gone. It's been Which I'm kind of good with on some level because I – the heat i don't do good in that hundred degree stuff no but you know it's okay let it go by it, it's turning it's gonna be the nice time of year here pretty quick so yeah other than that it's, it's coming up pretty fast uh fall fishing you know guys will start throwing some uh, smaller streamers sculpting patterns i know wintertime stuff they'll use uh like white zonkers white woolly boogers things like that tenkara hell no <laughs> okay what, no tenkara no tenkara <laughs> Fish no. the tenkara, people. No, Drink it, a pumpkin beer, fish tenkara, wear skinny jeans, and, and get some maybe, boots. And maybe one day your balls will drop. <laughs> or okay? maybe not. Maybe, maybe you don't not. want them to. All right, so speaking about that, let's revisit this. <laughs> let's do this. You know, I got to hear this. Because, you know, last episode, we, you know, you you called my hand, and 
threw it out there about, hey, James, why do you really, what do you really feel about this? And I was pretty blunt on how I feel about it. Direct. Okay, I was very direct. So after that episode, I was kind of sitting there going, man, we're going to get some haters on this. But you know what? I've had uh, five guys come into the shop. Five people, I should say. I had a lady listen to us, too. We had five people listen to us, man. We're getting... <laughs> they're knowing who we are. All five. All they five of them know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> Four of them are our friends. But anyway. Um, anyway, so they got coming in. I said, you know, like, hey, I just listened to that last episode. I'm like, uh, which one? Oh, man, the one where you went off on Tenkara. I said, yeah, okay. I said, so so what? So let's talk about it. What did you think? And they're like, you know what? You were pretty much dead on on that. You know, I, I kind of feel the same way. And one guy came in and he goes, when you were describing that, when you were telling us how you really felt, he's like, I saw those guys up on the Madison. He must know these people because they had skinny jeans on, didn't want to get their feet wet and had Tinkara. He goes, it was hilarious because as you're talking about it, I, it's like you saw the same people I did. So obviously there's other people out there who feel the same way I have. I haven't got any death threats, car bombings or anything like that yet. So, but yeah, that was kind of cool to see that people actually, uh, didn't give me, you know, show me a little love on that. I, I felt good about that. You did uh, help increase sales at Gear 30 on 10 yes, cars, I'll, so I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you guys sell some? No, dude, we got, a new, it was weird timing because we got like a whole bunch in and then today I opened a letter and it had new pricing for Tinkara rods and so I went to take it down to our, our shop manager, or our floor manager and he's like, dude, we're like almost sold out. I'm like, what? We just got those in. He's like, yeah, no, we've been selling them like crazy. There is a customer I, out there for uh, for Tenkara for sure. Yeah, go, yeah, people are looking for it, and they'll yeah. call us and ask us. We don't stock it at Angler's Den, and I absolutely and I will absolutely send them to Gear Thirty. And, like, and we send anybody who needs fly fishing stuff to Anglers. Yeah, man, scratchy yeah. backy. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, and you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, yep. it's 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 like you know we're you know we're not going to compete with you guys, and y'all aren't going to bring a fly fishing section in. And I know y'all have it. I know I know your store, and I know. Our, the river's literally across, across the, street. the street. Yeah, yeah. you know, I know, I know you guys over there. Um, have had a lot of respect for you. You know, since y'all opened up, y'all is a good shop, and y'all take care of your people right. So, why would I not uh, push people over or push push customers your way for products that you guys carry? Absolutely, you know, I do that with camping gear. I need to get some cards. Start handing people my card with my name on it. Oh yeah, so that you can actually see how many people I. I, I that's send that's a good idea. Yeah, I may do that. So do I get five percent per card redeemed? Um, <laughs> yeah. What's the commission well, rate? Yeah, yeah we'll work something out. Okay. I'll uh, I'll take you stand up paddleboard fishing. Dude. Dude, a fat guy. Okay, okay, okay. Wait. Yeah, that bitch be funny. A, a fat guy <laughs> on a paddleboard. Okay, it's gonna. It'll be. It'll look like Shamu breaching out there. <laughs> you don't want to see me in my leopard print speedo, dude. Dude, your brother's like a pro stand-up paddleboarder. That's my brother. He got those jeans to do that. Me, I'm not so much. James is more of a figure skater, really. I don't know about. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Brian, I'm Brian Boitano right next to I'm kind of sitting here. What was that show with the two dudes that were on the figure skating with the uh, Blades of Glory? Blades of Glory. Blades yeah. Of glory. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even that good. I'm just oh saying, God. if you play your cards right, you know, you could earn a trip. I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah I kind of want to do some of that yoga. Yo, yoga. That's you really hard, James. Hey, man, I set my standards <laughs> high. You know, if yoga is just, hard enough on solid ground, man. I, how hard can it be? I mean, you seriously. go try it. That shit's hard. I'm gonna go try yoga, it. Yoga, yoga sucks, dude. We need to have an episode. <laughs> it sucks because I can't do it. Like fishing yoga. 
Fishing yeah, my wife does it, and she's like, you should try it. And I'm just getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yep, and my knee's sprained. Oh, and man. And I fell again. But you know what's... It, yeah, we'll see what we could do. That's kind of fun. But yeah, if, if you do need Tenkara gear and you're in the uh, northern uh, Wasatch Valley up here, swing by Gear 30 over on Washington Street right there by the big sign that says, Welcome to Ogden, Utah. We yeah. Say, it says, uh, it says, Welcome to Ogden. We sell Tenkara. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and you'll know you're in the right space because even the employees wear skinny jeans. <laughs> So, <laughs> we all wear chacos. Chacos. Yeah, we all yeah that's chacos. okay. Yeah. You guys have a website, yeah. no? You yep. sell any 30, of that on the, web, on, the, on the website? Gear, T-H-I-R-T-Y dot com. And we do, yeah. So wherever you're in the world, well, actually, United States. We can't ship outside the U.S. right now. But wherever you are in the U.S., if you'd like to shop Tinkara, we, uh, I should put a promo code on there for you. You need to. Give you 10% off if you mention the promo code Leaky Waiters. Get ten percent off. Yeah, and and give yeah. them my name. I'm James. Tell them that James referred you. I don't think there will be any question about because it. because the fat guy needs needs to do yoga on a on a paddleboard. Okay, if you guys doing if you guys buy enough Tenkara through uh, through Gear Thirty, we'll do a video of me trying tying Tenkara. I mean, I'm not trying Tenkara. Holy crap! No, he's gonna. Uh, you heard him. He's gonna try it. He's gonna try it. No, I'll be doing. I'll, we'll he's do, we'll be do this next a, summer. We'll do. Uh, He's well, going to be wearing a periwinkle leotard. Do you know how many? Tinkara? I can. I mean, that's a good headline that you you said it too. Uh, how many views fat guy on a paddleboard would get? Like that's a pretty good start. That'd be, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Or, or doing yoga on a paddleboard. Dude, yeah. we get at least four more viewers. Okay, I mean, we'll we'll get like really insta face. We might get like twenty five. Oh, man, you like to dream big, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've almost got a hundred followers on Instagram now. Just so you know, Holy I think we'll be like ninety five. By the way, you posted 94. some good stuff last week. Yeah, I know, thank yeah. You. For I those tried. listening, if I you tried. haven't seen it yet, go yeah, check out Leaky Waiters on. It's just Leaky Waiters, right? No, yeah, like, Leaky Waiters yeah. Uh, on the Instagram. Yeah, and uh, we're on the Facebook Leaky Waiters podcast. Yeah, and they're all connected. You can see yeah. the pictures on either one. Yeah, I mean, you did solid work on that. I've been so busy chasing alligators and saw that pop, and I was like, solid work, dude. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I uh, use lots of filters. Oh, Cole, you know what I got today, and I thought of you. I opened up. I was opening mail at Gear Thirty, obviously. I got a chargeback. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I know a guy. I know you. Know I know a guy. guy. I can yeah. help you with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I might have a second job for you. <laughs> no, for real. If you want help, I can. I can show you. Okay. Some <laughs> help your case. You know, with fall coming up at the end of the year, I mean, here's my philosophical moment, right? Oh shit! You know, get, the, your, get your popcorn, get folks. Popcorn, all right. Well, you know, it's, it's fall's coming along. Year's about to be over. You know, the trees are gonna start turning. Um, you know, we talk about seasons in our life, right? You know, guy. You know, guys get older. Um, I deal shit, with, Cole, I, what do we get into here? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah, so anyway, like but, this. He but, took his shoes off. But guys, uh, you know, I mean, we deal with a bunch of folks at uh, at the shop. We deal with we deal with the younger crowd. We deal with the middle aged crowd, and then we actually deal with guys who have been fly fishing since Moses was a Boy Scout. And a lot of a lot of folks that I see coming in, um, their their biggest uh, their biggest complaint is they can't see anymore. They can't tie flies. They can't they can't get the tippet through the eye of the fly. And um, so today it kind of hit me kind of hard because I had a guy trying to teach him how to do a knot, and he he couldn't tie, uh, he couldn't tie a knot, and it was because his hands were shaking. He just couldn't see, 
and I have to wear cheaters. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting to where I have a hard time seeing sometimes. And I'll actually pull them out when I'm having tie knots, and guys will laugh. The younger crowd will laugh at me, and it's like, yeah, you keep it up. You'll you'll have to wear them too, because I used to laugh myself. So it kind of got me thinking today. I don't know. It was just one of them deals where it seems like these days you got the younger crowd are always talking about, you know, screw the old guys. You know, who cares about fish and dry flies? You know, get the old guys out of here. If you don't, if you're not chunking streamers, you're shit. And it's like, you know what? The guys who got you into it are those old guys now. And uh, it, it's almost like you, you see, I hear it a bunch where people come in and they're trashing the old, the older crowd, the old school fly fishermen, the guys fishing, you know, a rod from 25 years ago that they've caught literally tons of fish on. Guys who tie flies, who can tie them that are just absolute artists on a vice. Uh, a friend of mine, his name is Mike Day. Shout out to you, Big Mike. Uh, Mike, and, Mike and Ty fly that is absolutely perfect but he's got to the point where he won't tie some of his best patterns because he can't see he, he can't see them anymore even with cheaters and stuff on so every time he gives me flies i'm actually taking them and kind of putting them off to the side kind of cherish them because like this mike tied these for me and uh so you know it's like you know we talk about can we all get along you, you get out on the river you know you're a younger dude and you think and stream chunk and streamers is the coolest thing in the world you know have a little respect for the old dude. Go over and talk to him. You know they'll they'll teach you more than you'll ever learn in your lifetime. And uh, but yeah, it just kind of hit me today. It's kind of like you know we're starting to see a bunch of stuff where guys are always you know griping about the old dudes, you know, in the shop talking about you know well we we have to tie streamers if you don't throw meat your shit kind of deal attitude. You know you're an old guy, right, James? What? What? Huh? We do have a new a new segment on Leaky Waiters. And it's uh, James's philosophy segment. That was really good. Did you like that? Yeah, Deep oh, Thoughts gotta, by James gotta, Young. Yeah, you, you, that's a good point. Yeah, it really is. So, <clears throat> yeah, there is a lot of old ways, old techniques that really are, aren't going to be around. Yeah. Because trends change. Everyone's trying to get famous on something. And styles are different. Yeah. So I think that it, it you're right. It is absolutely important to preserve some of those things yeah and yeah those guys who have all that experience you can learn a lot absolutely we, we know some of those guys and i've learned a ton uh and the flip side of that coin is hey old guys if you're listening to this don't assume because there's a young guy out there that he's a jackass yes absolutely he might be but don't just assume it yeah he's they goes want, both ways you know and, and, and we got young guys actually come in and they want to learn and they want to learn bugs. They want to learn old school patterns, how to tie them, how to fish them. Was it, was it three years ago now? I got on a kick and I did a year of the soft tackle fly. All I did was swing soft tackles. That's an old school method of fishing. I did it for a year and um, turned a lot of people on to them. And now they they have them in their box and they fish them when it gets tough. Um, but, if, but if you can learn the old patterns and the old styles or, or the, the ones that people aren't using anymore, you can actually increase your your success rate on the river because I know that year, I learned a lot. I mean, you talk about a humbling deal going to that technique, and it was just one of those I learned more about the fish and then the river and insect life. Uh, you you got to keep doing things out of your comfort zone, and you got to be learning. I think an important thing to remember is when all of these guys were starting out when they were fishing, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, YouTube wasn't a thing. Mm -mm. They had to learn by fire. You know, trial and error. Get out there, try some shit. Uh, go pick up a book. 
the fly tying manual, one of the old ones from yeah. the 70s. Look through some of those things. You might discover that a lot of these patterns that you'll see in there, you will never see it in a fly shop. You'll never see it on YouTube or Instagram. And I guarantee you a lot of them work. And some of those fish, I'm sure they've probably never seen something like that. It might be a new thing to them, even though it's old. So well, you know, It's, it's yeah. like the, the muddler minnow. That thing has been around forever. You know, I haven't actually seen one of those. You never in, s- no, I've, I've seen them, but yeah. it's been a really long time. Yeah, we actually sell them at the shop, and we sell them. And, it's, and some young guys are coming in going, you know, you told me to try this, and holy crap, this thing works. It does. It's why it's still around, because it's a very effective fly. And just because it's an older pattern doesn't mean it's not going to work. You know, there's a, there's one, I can't think of the name of it. Mike Day tied it for me. It uses the uh, a, a breast feathered off a of spotted teal, and it's actually, it's, an, it's, it's a wing that comes up off the back, and it has a black dot in it. And it was developed by a guy here in Ogden who had one arm, and he was a one-armed fly tire. And Mike gave me a dozen of them. And I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool. And uh, took them up to the Weber and just wrecked fish. It was incredible. You don't find them in the shops. You can't. Unless you know where to look, you won't find these patterns. And, yeah, the fish have never seen them. Um, uh, But, yeah, you know, some old flies. You know, in the streamer world, something that came out, you know, flies that came out three, four years ago, people don't want them because that's an old pattern. I want the newest stuff. They're all the same thing. They're all imitating bait fish. They all imitate, you know, bugs in the water. It's just new materials that give it a little bit of different action to it, new color schemes, but it's, they're all do the same thing. And it's kind of humorous. James, I have a question. Yeah. As a non-fisher, do the fish learn patterns? I don't do, know. Do patterns trend? Uh, you know, okay, I, so I can speak for this. I know this on the Weber. There's probably 10, 10 flies that everybody that a majority of the folks use on the Weber River, 10 of them. And those, and those flies get used all the time, almost every day, especially in the wintertime. And you can go through on a run, if you're the first one for the day, you'll, you can go through a hole and stand there, and you'll catch fish. Then after a while, you go, okay, they quit biting. You change flies or change the order you have them tied on, and you can pick fish up. I, th- I think they go, hey, you know, last time I ate this, my, my lip hurt. But I don't, I don't think they – I don't know what their memory is. I think it's pretty short. But if you change patterns up, you can do it. Case in point, I was up there on the Weber uh, when I did my year of the soft tackle fly. I watched one hole I wanted to swing them in. There's a guy in there. He was beating that river like an egg beater. And I watched him land two fish. And he was like, they're not eating today. I said, that's fine. Take your time. I sat there for 30 minutes watching him fishing. He got out. I went in. Uh, stood there for about five minutes and I started swinging soft hackles. I caught 38 fish and you know, just because they haven't been seeing them, but I, I, do they learn them? I don't, I don't know how long their memory is. I think it's pretty short term. Um, I've never asked them, you know, tell me about your deepest childhood memories or anything. So I, I, don't, I don't know if what was your I, relationship I, with your mother. mother yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember, you know, I don't know what they do, but I, I think over time they get picky uh, I know, you know, high-pressured fish will be, you know, they want patterns that are more exacting, a little smaller and stuff. So, but I think if you do something different, you present the fly different. I um, mean, I know a guy who will nymph dry flies. And he told me about it, and I'm like, nymphing dry flies makes sense. Not every fly that hatches flies away. So I've done that, and it's successful. 
Absolutely successful, especially in the winter blue wing hatch. Just take blue wing patterns and nymph them. You know, I saw a video <laughs> uh, online yesterday for a wake bait that's a chipmunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a chipmunk. There's all this crazy new shit coming out in that world, like there, tarantulas. tarantulas and, there was a duck that actually had the legs beat up. Yeah, and I mean, the bass. ducks, okay. Yeah, I get that. Ducks are in the water. Chipmunks, come on. Tarantula, get out of here. Okay, mice. Some of this stuff, mice go in the water. When they'll swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah mice they, do. They'll swim across. But a chipmunk? Here's a chihuahua bait. I think that's just more of what the hell is that? Yeah, I'm going to eat it. It's in my it, face. It looks good. But I don't know. So, I mean, as far as them learning patterns, I think if you use the same stuff over and over and over again, I think they kind of will start shying away from eating that uh, that insect or that that fly. Some waters, I, I think, are more prone to that than others. Yeah. You get the real deep, crystal, gin clear, Spring Creek kind of stuff yeah. where the fish have, like like Silver Creek, where they have all day to sit to and, sit watch and look at that, Absolutely. and they've seen it all, and they've they know it. Island Park's the same way up there. Harriman's yeah. Ranch or even at Last Chance, they've seen everything. I've been up there during the Green Drake Hatch. I always use salmon eggs and, up there. And have them push my fly out of the way to eat a real bug. And they've seen every one of them. Salmon eggs work really good, especially if you tip it on a salmon worm. I, I like worm that. and marshmallows. That's pretty uh, Garlic power bait. Garlic. The, uh, the rainbow with a little glitter. Little glitter on, you know, it we just have, sounds good. We have I'm a, down. I'm, a, you I'm hungry? eating that. Yeah. We <laughs> have a proprietary. Call that a s'mores. <laughs> yeah. We've got a proprietary fly at Angler's Den, and we call it the Italian omelet. It's Ooh, very, very deadly. effective. I will not discuss how to make it on the deal. If you want to know what it is, come Oregano's by the shop. involved. A little bit. A little marinara. A little marinara. But yeah, the Italian omelet works good. Um, Side of fascism in the 40s. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> little history joke for wow. you there, kids. Yeah. yeah. Look cool. it up on Google. <laughs> Pulling out the stops. We call uh, it the we call it the smiling Mussolini. Smiling <laughs> Mussolini. We've done uh I've I've tied a pattern up. I like to call the Platinum Plus. Works works really good. That was a Big L song, man. Yeah, the Platinum Plus. Is you don't good. know Big L. Don't say yeah like you know who Big, Big L. I don't know was. who Big L is. Is that Big Linda yeah. down at the Waffle House? Big L, man. Don't she work at the Waffle House? Big L. Yeah. Big L's dead. You okay? Did they used to work at the Waffle House? No, he was a he was a rapper, famous. No. Big L. Okay, whatever. Look him up. Get some culture in your life. You know, Look, my, you're, you're the, you're you're the, the okay, you know, untamed my, wizard okay, or whatever at, at your my, name was. At my, uh, at my age, the only culture I get is the yogurt I eat in the morning, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling moody on the couch with some yo plays, <laughs> watching Lifetime. <laughs> so what's your point? <laughs> Nothing. I'm drinking pumpkin ale. <laughs> Man, this is gonna go south real quick. No, no, we're just we're just being real here. We're we're just being absolutely real and honest. We're not afraid of it. We're not afraid. We're gonna do yoga on a paddleboard. Paddleboard. We're gonna eat some some activia and. Uh, <laughs> Today's yeah. yoga. Today's uh, paddleboard yoga session is sponsored by Activia. Activia yogurt for you. I don't know <laughs> for James. <laughs> for James. <laughs> yogurt for old dudes. Is that what you're saying? No, that's all right. That's not what I was saying. Hey, I, you, you know are what? you are an old dude. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, I'll admit it. You I know, am, you know, no. I am an old guy. I'm not. 
But I, but I'm, not, I, it's I'm okay. Not, I'm honestly just a middle school boy trapped in an older body. That is is 100 <laughs> true. <laughs> We've been fishing. Yeah, we're, I mean, admit it. We're just we're just middle school boys and older bodies. I mean, uh huh. I mean, you yeah. sit around, you get around. I mean, you can be around a bunch of old eighty year old guys. Someone rips a fart. Every all the guys will laugh, and all the women are like, "Ooh, that's gross." Oh yeah, really? That's funny. You see, I think that we've got some real valuable material that, like, especially this winter ice fishing. If we we should bring a Zoom recorder up with us, one of the little guys, the handheld ones, and just have it in the tent. And Brandon might be like, "You guys aren't with us anymore. <laughs> We're not. No, that's that's called good podcasting, that's, right there. That's, yeah. You might change your mind. <laughs> that could be a special episode. It'll be like, holy shit, did your mother know you? You talk like that? You kidding me? Who do you think taught me how to do this? No, I love my mom. It's all good though. It's all it's good. All good. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that you had some people come in and talk about your Tankara thing, and I'm glad that you uh, you were real about that. You yeah. told us, you know, what you really thought, even if it might not sit well with eight people. <laughs> you know, a friend of Whatever. mine, a friend yeah. of mine named Cron, told me the other day. He goes, you know what? I can't please everybody. Cron. His name is Cron. Yeah, he's a good dude. Is he like? He's an old Viking. Dude. No, he's pretty. He probably Cron was. the destroyer. Yeah, he he can destroy stuff. <laughs> So anyway, Cron and I were sitting there talking about a deal, and he goes, Crush you know your enemies." He goes, "I can't, uh, I can't please everybody, but I can please ninety nine percent of the people, and I'm going to worry about the ninety nine. I don't give a shit about that one." That's kind of like how we are. Who's pleasing ninety nine percent of people? <laughs> that's pretty good. That's yeah, all, yeah, that's, that's awesome. There, yeah. That's that's three of us. I mean, that's three of our listeners. The other one is like, yeah, okay, three, get over. three out of four, three out of ninety nine percent is. Uh, that's the, I'd do the math on that. One out of a hundred would not be pleased. Dude, One don't get the math. That's making my head hurt. Well, I was like, I need my Excel formula to tell me what that is. <laughs> well, here, let me pull out my abacus, you know, since I am the old guy. Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that probably well uh, wraps us up for this evening. Yeah. Morning. Hey, how'd afternoon. you guys like the trailer? Dude, this, this is, is this is sick, man. The mood lighting is something else, right? I do like it. You guys look good. I just feel comf- comfy. Like, this is nice. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, we've been at, I mean, we've done stuff where at Anglers, we've been out in the woods. I do like out in the woods. The out in the woods was On good. Location. Yeah. You know, this up here is kind of more of a chill environment than we've had anywhere else. It's like, kind of like. <sighs> I can't wait to have the beer cooler in here and some whiskey and just like, yeah. you know what? Like, you let's put your weed in. Thing. We could <laughs> <laughs> your dyer's woad. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> dyer's Noxious. Wood? Dyer's Woad is a noxious weed here, and it's that yellow weed that's uh, invasive. Oh, by, the, by the road, you and see you, it on the side of the highway. You see that? Pull that stuff out. Yeah, that's oh, okay. bad news. Is that the stuff that the settlers brought over here to dye clothes with or something like that? Maybe. I don't know. It's uh, called Dyer's Woad. So yeah, Dyer's Woad. I think yeah. that's what it is. It's what they used it to make huh. yellow dye to do stuff. I think that's it was crazy. brought by the it's, yeah, it's an, we It takes some, over. We should, we should make, some, make some swag with it. We right. should dye some uh, shirts some leaky waiter dyers this is gonna turn into a craft session before long <laughs> god you're in here with all these artists and stuff in here you're i know man it's starting mood. to starting to seep through my skin james is i'm feeling tying artistic. ties and cole's over there with his dyers woad <laughs> making shirts dude have you seen he'll that guy on paper. youtube that he'll like he wanted to make a t-shirt okay like from scratch 
And I don't mean from scratch, like, like oh, he yeah, had I got cotton, cotton in his hand. And no, like, like he grew the cotton. Oh, wow. Like he, wow. Yeah. It took him five years or something. Did he make a t shirt? Yeah. Yeah. And then he yeah. built the looms and he yeah. built all the tools to make it That's with the yeah. And he, like, went to Mexico to get the Beatles to make the red dye. And it's nuts. But it, it really makes yeah. you think about where your stuff comes from where how far because i can spend twelve dollars and yeah. have it shipped from wherever next day on it i bought a book for way less than what it was worth and it arrived the next day and i'm like how how's anybody making any money on this right. book what <laughs> to, right they're starting yeah. uh, same day delivery for amazon prime same day delivery that's amazing but yeah how do you make money because now you have to pay a driver yeah and the expenses to do that yeah yeah, I don't know. Incredible. I don't know. And then I bought I've it for less than about it. Yeah, I don't know. But no, yeah, th- I, this is this is a chill deal, man. I mean, I, this is like relaxing. It's kind of like kick I, back, hang out with the boys, and just kind of goof off. I kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of neat. Very, very cool. Again, this is the Monarch building, and they rent out art spaces. So yeah. if you're an artist, you're looking for a little studio space, uh, come down, check it out. It's pretty tight. It's pretty a neat cool. old historic building. Access is really easy. Uh yeah, very very nice. It could fit a trailer in here, so you could lug whatever, <laughs> <Wow>. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and once again, I think we want to thank Brandon, our producer, for Absolutely. for putting up oh. with us and putting all the hard work in behind the scenes. We just got to come and sit and drink we beer. Just, we just and, talk uh, like we do anyway. Yeah, so. just kind of hang out and goof. And, uh, Brandon, we appreciate everything you've done for us. Thanks for making us sound better than what we really are. Thank you, James. You guys are getting better and better every episode. Well gotta say we kind of held back a little bit we don't want to impress you too i hard get it first, yeah you know? don't don't set the standards too high in the yeah. beginning keep it kind of low yep. you know keep the expectations low and slowly know. ramp up started from the bottom we're still there <laughs> we're getting better we can we're, we're a little better. further from the bottom than what we when we started right on man well uh thanks again for joining us letting us invade your ear space for a minute <laughs> and uh remember no matter what you do always Stay leaky. Stay leaky, boys. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.